0: If you sell a hundred books, you are a professional writer. If you sell a thousand books, you are a professional writer. If you sell 10,000 books, you are a professional writer. If you sell a hundred thousand books, you are a professional writer. if you are a million book seller, you are a professional writer. And guess what? if you haven't sold any books, you are a professional writer. And how? Because you say so. For those of you who are new here, my name is T.A. Walker and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. My first episode created two years ago entitled Claim Your Title is the most listened to episode. One may say, that makes sense statistically because it's been out the longest. So it's had the longest amount of time for folks to discover it and listen to it. But that theory doesn't hold water because the other surrounding episodes that were uh, uploaded, let's see, within a week's time of that episode don't have Figures that uh, match that at all And it doesn't mean that people hated those episodes Or maybe it does But <laughs> There is a reason why Claim Your Title resonates with you As a writer It resonated with me It was a portion of the stroke that broke the, the back of fear That I had always had myself trapped within I don't know if you have noticed, but in, let's say the last, let's just say the year of 20, 2022, free writers, or let's just say independent writers. I I don't know if I could lay a trademark or a copyright or something over this free writer thing. I am going to though. No, but I know that well, that there are other writers that consider themselves free writers that do not take it up quite as a f- philosophical endeavor the way that I do. Nevertheless. Most writers who are, let's just say, are um, operating underneath the self-published category probably consider themselves independent. You may consider yourself independent or um, indie, but I don't think that hits home quite uh, effectively enough. And why do I say that? Simply because Every writer, to my strong opinion, needs to define who they are as a writer. Because if you never do that, you are going to continue to swivel around and go nowhere with your writing. It doesn't mean that you can't accidentally trip up on some success. However, you're going to find yourself playing a game that you never signed up for. The average indie writer is attempting or trying to do some things with their writing that is so antithetical to who they are that eventually they throw the towel in and they just look on fancifully as saying, I tried it. It really kind of just wasn't for me, even though I'm a, a complete wizard when it comes to words, I can't really write books. In the last several months, I just want to say uh, independent writers have kind of come under a little bit of fire. There have been, there's one case in particular where an author was convicted for um, committing an awful crime, the ultimate crime. Unfortunately, I found myself, let's just say, Not defending her, but defending what she did in that particular realm of her life as it relates to being a writer. A lot of people are extremely at, um, they're very confused about what everybody else does who is a writer. That's why I go... As far as I can and as long as I possibly can, I will always hold the banner for the free riders. I'm not trying to be, you know, some kind of freedom fighter or something or Emma, But I am wanting to allow the wider public, as it were, to understand that you do not have to be fill in the blank in order to be able to. Stand tall with your chest lifted, and as you yogis may (laughs) be familiar with, your heart to the sun. You don't have to be t writer X Y Z in order to be able to walk around confidently and to call yourself a writer. And as the beginning, you know, as the the intro portion of this episode indicated. You do not have to sell any books to call yourself a professional writer. Well, damn, T.A. Walker, how can you say that? I mean, actually earning an income is the way that we we have to measure what you're doing by something. And that's okay. That's cool. I mean, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to let me just say this. You have a point and I would never decry that because it's going to. Be an obvious marker. It's it's an obvious thing that every writer, big or small, and I even hate using terminology like that. Why? Because we utilize the very same tool in order to get the job done. Our minds. I might not be able to compete with a seven foot tall basketball player. He has got a skill set that I don't have. But guess what? I dwarf him when it comes to the skill set that I have when it pertains to writing. Maybe he would hire me to write his book because he might not be proficient in that area. The bottom line that I am trying to, to illuminate is that you are a professional writer. The second that you decide that you are a professional writer. I have gone over different You know, things you can do to keep your confidence at its zenith. And for the newbies, it just means, you know what? It it doesn't even involve you going and doing anything outside of what you already want to do as a writer. But what I would say in order to not just totally lie when you tell a person that you're a writer is to make sure that the thoughts about the stories in your head have come out onto paper or a digital format. And I don't mean format like, "Oh, it needs to be this many fonts and do the margins here and go use this program. It's the best." I mean you need to actually have already written your story out. It doesn't have to be finished right now, especially if you're you are a newbie or a young person, but you need your story has got to come out of you. It's got to come out of you. And why am I so vehement about you being able to call yourself a professional writer if you feel like you need to go down that street hard like that. I mean, if a person asks what you do, claiming your title, I think is sufficient. You don't have to be like, "Mm, well, I'm of the professional variety. I mean, there are reasons why people like to keep those types of divisions in place because it helps those who are T writers feel like there's something special. And they are. In their craft, they may do a good job of doing what they do but you are something special too now we are almost going on about three years or you know more than two years of professional people getting it wrong now you fill in it with whatever you want to fill it in with okay One day you need to do this, the next day you need to do that. Wait a minute, last month we wanted to do this and the last month we wanted to do that. Today we should do this, but tomorrow the recommendation will be to do that. Now, if anybody should be apprehensive about calling themselves a professional, it would be the people who contradict themselves on a daily basis. And what do I mean by that? I mean the people who are on those sites, The people who are on the news networks. The people who are writing the literature. That makes it at the top of the search engine. Who want to tell you how you should live your life. Those professionals. The next time you think about the word professional as it relates to writing. Think about um, all the things that you have been. Taking in, in the last few years, that you thought were gospel, that you thought were the truth. And then come to find out, maybe that's not quite, you know, where we should have been headed with that. And then you can see how much the word professional really means absolutely nothing at this point. Absolutely nothing. I've never once said, quit your job to write. I said, bring the bacon home, but don't think that there's some magical day that you're going to be able to write and then you can, you know, be a bonafide writer. No, write now. A stoic philosopher once said, if you want to write. write. It is that simple. So the author that came under or the writer that came under fire, unfortunately, the heinous <laughs> the heinous crime that she committed makes people res- it makes people not want to defend her. And I understand why people are hesitant to breach into the waters of what it is to be a writer given what that person did but her experience as a writer as an independent indie author is so it's so identical to everything that she's she in that capacity guys not the crime she committed in that capacity she was everybody else Now, when I say you got the T-writers, the T-worlds and what they do, and then I am attempting to breathe life into everybody else that's a writer. If a person sells a trillion books and they stay free while they do it, they are everybody else. When I say everybody else, I don't mean only the people, you know, who shovel money into their closets. I'm talking about people who remain pander free people who write exactly what they want to write one may ask well what if I'm a panderer and I want to write a pander pandering career am I am I free that's for you to decide that is for you to decide but I don't know how free you can be while you're pandering I just don't know that but you are a writer right now the free writer philosophy is about The claim It begins with the claim And when I say it begins with the claim It actually begins prior to the claim Because you've got some things You've got to Resolve Internally But what I mean by it begins with the claim Is that The moment you open your mouth And you tell somebody else Now it's out there Now it's not just this secret You're coveting As if you're doing something wrong By writing books Books are about so much more than sales. Is that an important aspect of it? Yes, but question, should just everybody else stop writing except the ones who, who, who sell millions of copies? Absolutely not. Some of my favorite stories are about people that if I named them right now, you would not know who they are. But I am glad that they did what they did. And every time they are able to receive a review that tells them as much, it makes their life, not the day, their life. Because that's all a free rider wants at the end of the day is to know that another person enjoyed their story. Marketing and bringing in the money and whatever you have to do to hustle your way through to the earnings that you receive are exactly that. They are individual and tangential to everything else you're doing. You'll find a way if you want to earn a living from writing books, you will find a way. To earn a living from writing books. Will it be able to etch out the job that you do from nine to five? Maybe and maybe not. It depends on you though. However, the the overwhelming majority of people and dare I say the overwhelming majority of writers have got to understand for once and for all. The million-dollar-selling authors who will sell the blood of their firstborn to make that next cringe-inducing movie. They pretend like they are the standard. They are not the standard. What do you mean pretend? Look, if tomorrow somebody came and gave me, you know, those big, huge, freaking will get you killed because everybody knows you have money now. Sized checks came knocking on my door. That does not make me any different than I am right now. Will I have whatever that check is about? Yeah, after it's taxed to death, I'll see that. But if I don't manage that money well. I'm going to be in the exact same boat in however long it takes for me to blow through it. And then after that, am I no longer a professional author or did I just used to be a professional author or writer? I think that. Preparing yourself prior to whatever may or may not come your way is the best way. And the marketing and, and figuring your way out through those murky waters will come. But first, you got to write the book. First, you have to believe. Nope. You have to know that what you're doing has value. I give this example and plenty of people give this example. But Picasso and... um uh, Van Gogh, those people suffered while they were knee deep, neck deep, eyeball deep in their, let's just say, artistry. If they could see how much their work goes for nowadays, I think they would be upset. Why would they be upset? Like who is going to be upset over prestige and infamy and money? The person who was starving at the time when they were making that particular masterpiece, I'm sure they probably would have appreciated being able to keep a roof over their heads and feed themselves every day a few times a day. I'm pretty sure they would have they would have enjoyed some of that while they were actually alive. Give me my flowers while I am alive because I can do nothing with them when I'm dead. The claim, the claim that you are a free writer is the most important claim that you're going to make as it relates to your writing. And when you hear the slinging, the mud slinging about, how you're not a professional writer you haven't sold any books let's go over your books and how many agents have you queried and how many not agents but you know what I'm saying guys how many publishers and how how many people did you submit samples of your work to and which which people picked your book up for publishing and how many book signings have you had and how many this and how many that these are the type of questions that were posed at this person who did an awful thing I hate that she did that because goodness gracious it's very difficult to see over and around that but These are the questions that were posed at her, and I was just thinking to myself and answering in my head that, you know what, that can be zero across the board. It's zero across the board for a lot of people. Maybe not for those who have been doing it for a while now, but the newbies, the young people, it may be zero for a while. And hearing how the general public views everybody else, all the rest of the writers— which is the majority. This really isn't a majority-minority game. But since they like to play, you got to kind of roll your sleeves up and, and and play a little bit. To measure everybody on the standard of what one of these T-Riders is doing, I think is... Perhaps not the best way to approach something that's so pervasive. Everybody, there are more books in the world than human beings, perhaps. Matter of fact, ain't no perhaps. You You have a library of books that you don't read right now in your home. And if you have read it, somebody else has one that they barely read. Are all of those people not professional writers if they are not raking in you know, swimming in coins somewhere in their house. No. Hearing that you are not a professional if you're not doing this metric and that metric, and if nobody's picked you up for publishing, first of all, those questions are a little dated. And I hate to say dated because I don't have a problem with anybody doing whatever method. If you write your book out with a pencil, with no eraser, I'm good with that. And you just scratch it out. That's cool. In my book you doing some things. However, does this lawyer, did this lawyer who was cross-examining this person, do they not understand how the Internet works now? I mean, you don't have to do all that shit now. I'm sorry, guys, if you got children listening and you guys are, you know, headphone-free. Free writer is just that. I am free. You don't have to do all that now. Which publisher picked you up? What are you talking about a publisher? Yeah, You post on Facebook every day. Publisher. Thank you very much. The end, period. Let's go home, guys. She can't go home because she got to go to jail. (laughs) Not jail, prison. Her new home is somewhere else. Oh, the reason why you have to decide who you are as a writer is because when you don't, you are kind of, you know, wafting in, in a sea of uncertainty. Because when she asked these questions, she answered these questions. Now, she already guilty, guys. So, you know, but as it relates to this, if we could just, you know, compartmentalize this for a second. As she's answering these questions, the shame, you can tell the shame is building because of her lack of. Well, you know what? The the shame that's attempting to be projected on her actually isn't kind of working she's cocky for other reasons but she's also kind of confident in this because you can tell that she understands how shit works and he doesn't but she also doesn't understand the fact that because she didn't because she didn't um uh, define herself as a writer she was swimming in waters that were a little too tough for her. you ever been to um uh, one of these like raging water type of places where you get in the pool and you're having a good time and it's cool and you can swim. You be like, you know, you're not, you know, Michael Phelps or anything like that. But you're like, you know what? I got this. And they turn that damn wave on and you damn near die. So. This person was sending queries here and there and everywhere. This person was getting dozens on top of dozens of rejections all of the time. Because whatever parameters those people were looking for, which who knows what they were, were not working. A lot of times your particular genre that you write in Maybe the wrong genre now as a writer you can't write in the wrong genre you have to write what your capacity can but the publishers don't give a damn about that they might as well be in uh, banking or something because all they care about are the numbers and if right now getting pregnant by a werewolf who's a billionaire in the daytime and a pack leader at night if that is what is trending that's what your damn book better be about. That is what your book better be about. Your people have to look a certain way. Your setting has to be in a certain place. And there you go. Now, we know as free riders, we are like, uh, uh, we're not we're not trying to, you know. But as a person who who has never really defined what she was doing, she was headed in the wrong direction. As a free rider, once you define that for yourself, now you can head the freeway. The freeway means that you do whatever it is that you feel is in your power to do to get yourself where you need to be. Whatever medium, whatever platform, whatever portal, whatever group, whatever it is that you decide is going to put your work out there and represent your work best. That's what you do. And she didn't have that defined. So when that lawyer posed those questions, he made her look like a complete numpkin he made her look like a total dunce he made her look like a delusional um person who could not accept the reality that she was not a real writer she was just playing now i'm not defending her as a human being for what she did criminally because there is no defense for that i mean you can't do that but I will say that as it relates to writing, you and me, the rest of us, we have all got to contend with that perspective, which is the majority of everybody that you stop on the street and they said, hey, is who's the professional writer, Danielle Steele or you? They are going to pick Danielle Steele every time unless they listen to this podcast or they're a an extremely in tuned person. Are you out of tune if you don't listen to Free Rider? Yes. No, you're not. But I'm just saying, do you see what I am trying to illuminate? We don't, we can't change the world. I'm not trying to go outside with my fist in the air and burn towns down because people don't, you know, <laughs> take all of us seriously. I'm not trying to do that. What I am trying to do is to be a person who understands what writing is for the rest of us, to represent myself as a writer, a serious writer and to help those along the way who take themselves seriously as well because you are sitting on a lifetime of talent a lifetime of experience a lifetime of things to share creatively with other people that you don't want to be madge at 99 writing her first book and trying to hurry up and write it before she you know dies that is a tragedy and that story should be met with the right tenor, which is, this is sad. It doesn't mean that she wasted her whole life because your life doesn't only, com- you know, comprise of writing. And there are other facets that make you who you are. But you can always tell in those stories about 99-year-old Madge that wrote her best-selling book, finally. You can always tell that this was a forlorn f- dream, that this person... For whoever knows why, rejected, didn't have what, it, what they needed to just go the first step. I love the quote A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. I like to tweak that the free rider way and say, The journey or the story <laughs> of a thousand words begins with a single letter. Claim your title and don't let the professional stigma, don't let it get you to the point where you give up. Because I can read, read, I can watch coverage of a person on trial for something heinous and they happen to be a writer. I can watch that and I can, you know, discern where that person Maybe on their writing path and how the prosecutor's perspective just didn't, you know, his job was to prosecute that person. So I do understand that strategy, but I do think that that is that person's perspective, even if he wasn't attempting to put this person away for life. I can watch that and it won't make me say, "Up, oh, time to go. Let's fold it all up. Let's get get rid of it. Let's just throw the towel in, let's unpublish the books, let's delete them, let's, the the Library of Alexandria, let's torch it. No. But there is someone that would watch that, that would hear that, that would have, you know, some of you are too young to understand the water cooler reference, but that used to be, and I don't know for sure, because I haven't been in a corporate setting in a really long time, but water cooler conversation you know just wherever the hub is that people huddle at work they may hear that banter going around like oh <laughs> she wasn't a writer she isn't real she didn't make a dime nobody picked her book up and ugh, she's just a complete you know s- she is a joke and it can make you as a writer it can stunt you it can stop you in your tracks it could make you swallow down telling anybody what you do because of the perception that you think another person is going to have about what you do the next time that you think about that and you're tempted to throw the towel in think about all the ways that the professionals have been wrong quote-unquote Because my book ain't no professional. Yeah, I know we got surgeons and we have doctors and stuff. And yes, they know what they're doing. But you have to go with me here when I say if you can be wrong and still be a professional, then I can be a writer and not sell any books. Comprende? And that's my perspective on it. Now, whether the professionals are right or wrong, you're still a professional author if you're putting Hundreds of thousands of words together and you're packaging it, you're editing it, you're covering it, you're publishing it. What part of that process did you do that was not what a professional person would do? I argue that you do more than the T writer because the T writer just writes the book and sends it off to somebody to to do the dirty work. Do you actually think any of your favorite authors put their own cover on the book? Some may. Most don't. Why? Because they have people to do to think for them. You may get to the point where you do that. And that's cool. But I'm just saying that don't do not denigrate yourself to the point where nothing you do has any significance. Do you know what it takes to edit a book? I might not be talking to everybody right now. I'm talking to the one who lacks enough confidence to see their project through. This philosophy is here for you. And claiming your title is going to be the best gift you can give yourself as a writer. Because, because it is going to set you in the right direction. And it's going to free you in every literal way to do what you need to do with your writing path. And it won't matter what the next person is doing. Because this will be the vehicle you use to get where you need to be. And the wonderful, spectacular, amazing, fantastic thing about being a free rider is that you are free to change your mind. Even better, you're free to change your course. Something doesn't work, stop it and start something else. Maybe whatever you started prior to a few years ago, maybe you wasn't ready for that. You can go back, are you ready for it now? Maybe you're ready for it now. You can take off like a rocket. Whatever the case is, put yourself in as high regard as the T writer because you deserve to be there as a T writer. Understand T writers are literally ever only one tweet away from irrelevancy because the Internet loves to eat people alive. Now, the J.K. Rowling's and stuff, somehow they can continue to survive and thrive. But to the thousand dare writers who put their foots in their mouths, they may be gone for good. You as a free writer, you do not have you don't have that problem. Why? Because you was free from the very beginning. You can't be the you cannot be attacked or taken down as it were because you're writing and saying whatever the hell you want to say from the very beginning that's the free writer philosophy as it relates to the claim the claim of being a free writer, a professional free writer is something that you can say, but a free writer is sufficient because professional is a term used in order to exclude And if you are writing stories and you are publishing stories, you are included in the storytellers of our time. And when you find your folks, they will be happy that you did it. And so will you.